JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Oh, very good morning, Mike. For people like you, it must be so exciting. Did you get up a little bit earlier today? Just a little bit earlier, yes. A quiver, quivering, yes, with excitement. Uh, budget day, um, what to expect? Um, hey, look, a lot of the key spending initiatives are pre-announced these days, aren't they? So it's it's not like, do you recall, Mike, budgets in the late 80s, Those early 90s? Days. Those were the days, the mother of all budgets, Ruth Richardson, 1991, uh, when you had no idea what was coming. Um, anyway, we'll, we could wax lyrical about that for, for a long time, but let's focus. So we've had money for Cyclone and flood relief announced, we had defence spending announced. But Mike, I'm probably more focused on the, on the macro, the big picture environment in which this budget has been prepared, because there are larger forces here that I think are going to affect us all eventually. So the wellbeing budget has sort of transformed into the no frills budget and why well you know reality is kind of hitting home isn't it um there are a number of factors i think that are coalescing to create a sort of tricky environment to reset and deliver this the spending and, and revenue plan and recently mike we talked about the nine-month government accounts um cause of concern there because tax revenue the run rate's deteriorating and at first glance that deterioration is actually picking up speed so what's sitting in behind that, you know, anecdotally, it's been a very consistent theme that business generally is not in a great place, margins, and hence profitability are under pressure, and that flows through. You're now seeing this in tax revenue. So I'm really interested to see how they forecast that, what are the forecasts around that. Now, we also have a current account problem, $33.8 billion, pretty much 9% of GDP. That's a warning sign for credit agencies. So the appropriate response is for the government to exhibit fiscal discipline. Uh, situation obviously accentuated by the fact that we have materially increased the amount of government borrowing. Now, the Finance Minister has to be cognisant of these factors, and I actually believe that in the signalling prior to the budget indicates that the Minister is cognisant of those facts. Um, the rating agency will want to see pathway back to fiscal sustainability, to surpluses. They would like to see that external vulnerability lowered, so restraint is kind of required. But Here's the thing, Mike. I did a very simple calculation of revenue and spending and looking at core revenue and core expenses. So I'm trying to take the COVID sort of, you know, the COVID volatility out of it. Uh, revenue uh, between sort of from 2017 to 2022 increased at a compound annual rate of 7.5%. Unfortunately, expenses over the same period increased by 10.5%. So you've got a bit of a mismatch there, haven't you? Yep, COVID's in there, but any temporary increase in core spending, which they said was temporary, has been gobbled up and replaced by permanent and core spending. So we've got nothing back from the temporary spending sort of moving out. Um, look, the minister has found a billion dollars worth of savings of re reprioritizations. You know, I would point out that core spending at the moment is approximately $130 billion. So that $1 billion of savings is about 0.75 of 1% of the budget, which is, you know, it's good that he's found it, but it's, it's not a lot. Um, what am I looking at? Um, forecasts, both sides of the ledger. What's happening, particularly over the next couple of years? So what's happening with expenses and revenue? Forecast debt position, forecast economic assumptions, what the borrowing programme is going to be, uh, the subtle changes in the tax. But at 2 p.m., all will be revealed, Mike. This is the truth. Argosy, quickly. Yeah, commercial property. Uh, one of the things I noticed in New York, Mike, was vast swathes of empty or underutilised office space. Right. So massive shift in offshore cities to working from home. It's reversed here to a great degree. Listed property sector here is facing some headwinds. 
uh, listed property vehicles are trading at a discount to the value of their assets. Argosy Property released a result yesterday. It's about a billion dollar, big listed entity, about a billion dollars. To some degree, I think this placates some of the concerns in the sector. They saw a good lift in property income. So while there's lots of issues swirling in the background, rental growth was 7.3%. Yes, there was a drop in valuation. I think that's already factored into the price. Uh, I think generally share prices here have adjusted. They're anticipating those valuation adjustments. So the share price yesterday down only 1.8%. Uh, Numbers, please. Dow Jones, 33,435. It's on fire. 423 points, 1.28% gain there at the moment. S&P 500, one and a quarter percent gain, uh, 4161, and then NASDAQ up 1.3%. So healthy gains there, 12,500 on the NASDAQ. FTSE 100, down 28,7723. The Nikkei, 30,093, up 250 points, 0.84%. Shanghai Composite down 7. Uh, the ASX 200, 7199 was the close there down about half a percent, and we were up six points yesterday on the NZX50, 11,951. One Kiwi dollar will buy you 0.6258 US, 0.9391 Aussie, 0.5773 Euro, 0.5008 pounds, 86.07 Japanese yen, uh, gold $1,981.83, and Brent crude unfortunately has popped back up, mm. $77.06. See you tomorrow, mate. Andrew Kelleher, JMIWealth.co.nz.